Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Yeah, so I am Grace. I learned to dive about 10 years ago now, and I'm currently trying to still do my dive master after about three years. Um, but I study marine and natural history photography at university. And um, I am on the Big Scuba podcast with Gemma and Ian. Hi, I'm uh, Ant Westcarp and uh, I'm Grace's dad. I scoop Grace, as she's probably more widely known. Um, and uh, I learned with her from uh, the age of 10. And uh, I'm on the Big Scuba podcast with Gemma and Ian. Today's episode is sponsored by Narked at 90. So let's find out a bit more about them. Narked at 90, their tagline has been beyond technical, which describes them pretty well. John Routley and Brent Hudson launched the company over 20 years ago. They are both technical divers who have logged thousands of mixed gas dives between them over a 30 year period. Using their engineering know-how and diving expertise have developed bespoke personal, commercial and military diving equipment and products of a universally recognised unparalleled calibre. Their ability to be adaptive and versatile with their developments led them to support the NHS during COVID. Using their superior knowledge of breathing and oxygen monitoring systems to help develop emergency ventilators. They also design and supply the sneaky stuff used by defence-based development groups throughout the Western world, although they can't tell us much about that. If you're thinking of moving across to tech diving or completely new to diving, Narked at 90 can advise and guide on the best equipment and setup for your personal or commercial requirements. Narked at 90 have unparalleled experience of shearwater dive computers and are the longest serving and sole and UK European service centre for those. They are happy to offer technical support, servicing, repairs and upgrades to all shearwater computers past and present. Narked at 90 stock shearwater computers but are also stockers and technical support centre for many other manufacturers including Divesoft, JJCCR, Hollis, Revo and Kiss Rebreathers. Based centrally in the UK, Narked at 90 also offer full rebreather head servicing for selected manufacturers. Bespoke cable assemblies. Advice on specific fitting requirements. Suggestions and guidance for home builds. Computer laser cutting and engraving. Pressure testing to simulate 400 metre dives. So, Narked at 90, a reputation built on supporting both manufacturers and divers worldwide. Go to narktat90.com and make sure you are following their social media to keep up to date with their latest news and offers. Narked at 90, large enough to cope, small enough to care. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name is Ian. I am your dive master for this podcast episode. And with me is my fabulous co-host, Gemma. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Yes. Uh, now a rescue diver. I'm a rescue oh, diver. Yes. You are. <laughs> yes. And it was a fabulous course. This time last week, I was, yeah, just on my second day, last day of my rescue course. Yeah. Hot weekend as well for that. It was. Yeah. But it was really good. Really good fun. Uh, it was just me, Sophie and Caitlin from the UEA sub aqua group. Well, we'll get a bit more to that in a bit. 
Uh, coming up in this episode, we are talking to, because it's Father's Day today, as we are recording, uh, yes. on this lovely Sunday Sunday morning, uh, Father's Day, happy Father's Day, out there. if you're listening, I hope you've had a great Father's Day weekend by the time you get to hear this, and um, uh, yeah, hope you're all having a, a great day from us. Uh, so coming up, we've got Scooby Grace and her dad, Ant. Um, so Anne and Grace Westgarth. Yes, and we first met Grace back in 2020 at the Go Diving mm-hmm. Show before COVID hit. Yeah, and had we done an episode by then? I don't think we had. No, we hadn't. No, that was the first kind of time the three of us were together at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we met Scuba Grace was talking on like the youth stage, wasn't she, with Inca and May. And we then interviewed all three of them together. Grace has been on the podcast before, um, but we followed a journey and kept in touch. And uh, she's she's just on an amazing adventure. Our paths are crossed then at NDAC. Yes. She was trying out a rebreather and... um, you, you hadn't been to NDAC before, did you? So we no, so we had a dive. Yeah. 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 And then we met Grace at this year's Go Diving show as well. Uh, that was back in March 2023. Yeah. And that's the good thing about the, Go Dive, about the Go Diving shows or any diving shows, you know, is that, uh, and I remember, you know, with COVID, there's always talk about going like virtual and all that sort of business with diving shows, but you, nothing will replace no. Actually talking to someone face to face, you know, having the drink with them, putting the worlds to right and having the natter and talking about different stuff. And what's that phrase? Networking and all that business. And you get to meet people like Grace, don't you? you know, yes. And, yeah. You know, dad and uh, and other you know people along the way. Yeah. And this year's Go Diving show that we went to was just proved it in a whole day that we were there. We met so many people and had people come up to us. Yeah, yeah, met Christina and um, Kevin, didn't we? Yes, yeah. So spoke to again virtually from day one. You know, uh, met them for the first time. So that's the good thing about that. Um, So yeah, they're coming up and talking about um, their kind of teamwork. You know, with uh, because Ant was a diver and Grace is diver and jumping out of planes and doing yeah all sorts of stuff her dad's been there with her all of the way and they obviously learned they just scubaed together I think was it 10 years ago and yeah uh, yeah, it's just really lovely yeah so we're talking about that um and what we've been up to it's been a busy uh sort of period really really it has yeah yeah Yeah. considering and the sun is shining it's lovely and warm and uh, mm-hmm. we were uh, at Stony yesterday, and um, there's uh, there's been comments and things made about the Viz. At Stony. <laughs> so, yeah, we you know it's, 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 welcome to UK divers. Yes, sometimes the visibility isn't great. Yeah, so for people that don't know Stony, if you're listening outside the UK, Stony Cove is an inland water site in the uk in the, in it's the a sort of midland part yeah. of the uk probably um it's something like near on the, the furthest you can get from any water yeah coastline yeah yeah know, on the coast and yeah. um it's a great training lake it's a national training lake and uh, there's there is other ones out there and um you know yeah sometimes it the visit isn't great but that's part of it and that's part of the training yeah and it is our go-to inland site for testing kit 
having yeah. a you know sort of just doing some practicing just doing some skills so and we exactly. went there yesterday didn't we, we did and that was good and honey had her first dive there were three of us yesterday yes yeah, three really, really yeah yeah yep. so she got on really well and uh, dealt with the you know the tougher conditions um mm -hmm. was there and um uh yeah she you know, did well didn't she yeah so yeah, yeah honey did yeah one dive and then we jumped in with our full face masks so that yeah. was our first kind of proper open water dive and tested the comms and yeah, yeah so that all went very well and then the second dive yes but i think the visibility got even worse by a third dive hadn't it <laughs> so we kind of bumped into the nautilus yeah it's quite funny really because you didn't really see anyone and all of a sudden somebody comes <laughs> looming out the of the the uh silk. Water. And I was like, oh hello and then somebody shined their torch at me i was like yeah great now i'm blinded thank you very much <laughs> yeah but we, we you saw some fish and i saw a crayfish so that made the dive and he's got this habit of every time you see a fish she starts waving at her <laughs> honestly it's like yeah i'm not sure the fish understands that uh, well <laughs> considering the visibility at least we saw some you know m marine life yesterday we did, but, we yeah did. But, hey, you know nothing will replace going into the sea no. we know that that's the whole point you know but Stony Cove, like other uh, inland dive centres, got some great staff, great team, yeah, very helpful, and uh, yeah, and you can get a bacon butty there and a mug of coffee in between your dives if you want that. So, what more do you want? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So it was great to see the staff at Stony Cove yesterday, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we really enjoyed our day. The weather, yeah, it was warm, and the sun came out in the afternoon, and we did it in our semi dries. We didn't wear dry suits yesterday. Hell no. <laughs> And I even went hoodless in the, on the last dive. Yeah, that's a bit brave. I'm not sure I was ready to do that. Didn't, didn't notice it. Like it. So, yeah. So you've got more hair than me. So uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, now's the time for um, our O3 um, semi dries. Be honest. Yeah. So it's very nice that you also had a dive with Honey just the day before Father's Day as well. Because well, that, that yeah, was a first. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. So. Uh, um, so that's good. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the rescue course. Why did you want to do the rescue course? What made you want to do it? Well, it's everybody says it's such a good course to do. And you've said that to me as well. Yeah. So, and I kind of felt ready for it. So, um, yeah, did it. So we do the rescue course at a sort of gravel pit called Waybrid Ocean Pit. Yeah. Um, and it's for two days. And there was just me sophie and caitlin from the uea sub aqua group and uh we just went through all the exercises and yeah day two yeah and, and it, they do it there because the visibility is generally not good at all it's usually quite <laughs> poor <laughs> actually stony cove was worse than my bits. <laughs> no you don't say that yeah but yeah so but it was a lot of fun and the instructors were uh david holmes paul fisher so thank you very much and then there were dive masters sebastian phil and carl so it's funny enough sebastian was on your open water he was we were buddies together on our open water in july 2020 yeah wow. and he was a dive master on day one of the rescue course so yeah. that was really fab so yeah, really enjoyed it. And I think, you know, it's a bit of a confidence builder in some cases. Might have helped me a bit yesterday. It's like crossover now because mm. once you do your, the rescue course, you know, it's about other people. How do mm. you, that's about how, how, how do you keep yourself safe? 
by rescuing somebody else and, mm. and help them out. And that could be your buddy, or it could be you're walking along the uh, along a riverside or something, and somebody's in the water and they and or you see they're in trouble. Yeah. So yeah. How do you learn how to help them without getting yourself into trouble? And then all of a sudden that problem's now two problems. Yeah. Yeah. No, as a rescuer, you're the first person that's most important. Got yeah. look after your safety it yeah. sounds tough it sounds quite tough but actually when you think about it it's right isn't it because yeah. you're not solving anything if you're putting yourself in in jeopardy no. um so but if you are thinking if you are if you haven't done the rescue course and not just paddy but you know um other diving agencies do very similar things um have a word with your dive center have a word with your instructor mm. um, who, who's been helping you through your diving career to date and say, hey, you know, am I ready for doing this course? Yeah. What do you think? I'm thinking about doing it. I'd like to do it. And I like the skills. So there is certain re- um, predetermined requisites. Prerequisites. It? Yes, those. Um, so you go on the websites and look them up, see what's needed. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend it if you've literally just done your open water. You know, mm. that's probably a little bit soon, but, you know, get some dives in, do your advance, see how you get on with that and uh, make sure, you know, and then maybe have a look at it, but speak to your instructor who who knows you well. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it is everybody I've spoken to has always recommended a rescue course. And yeah, yeah I, equally, I agree. Because you're thinking about other people and you might see something you think, well, hold on that. That's not that can't be right. Yeah. And um, you know, uh hopefully that will help you. Mm. So uh so that's all good. Glad it went well. Have you thought about what you're gonna do next? Um maybe navigation or peak buoyancy. So need to have a word with Crystal Seas and see yeah. what's up there and available, probably for later on in in the year and uh enjoy the summer. Navigation's good. Mm. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed doing uh the navigation course. And peak performance buoyancy is good as well. Yeah, you know that's obviously it's sort of all about buoyancy and that, but it's also about you know streamlining yourself so you don't look like mm. Christmas tree with all these bits and pieces hanging off you and things like that. So yeah. and yeah. learning about your um, breathing and kick rates and things. Yeah, but I think for the for the next few months, it's just enjoy the diving. We've got a couple of trips booked, so yes. enjoy those. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that'd be good um yeah that's so that was good the other thing i was going to say as well uh thanks for people to who come up and spoke to us yesterday it was good to see you yes also uh if you are about when you see us and you see the flag hoisted aloft come and say hello uh we have some great um uh knocked at 90 um back straps straps. um, that go on your masks and um if you ask very nicely and you want shout out um, then come up and uh, we'll give you some of them as well. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So we've got some stock and we had some stock with us yesterday. So yeah. So right, there we go. Um, okay. Uh, people diving up North Norfolk. Yes. Yeah. Well, our, our the... friend Matt Rivet, he posted on Facebook yesterday that he'd been to the Razor Lee and visibility, he, but he did it on his rebreather. He did. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so hello to him. And, you know, there's a few people diving now off North Norfolk. Um, so our window, why we get excited is that we don't really have much of a diving window up here. No. Um, it's a, it's quite a short one. It usually starts 
now and then carries through till probably sort of end of October if we're lucky. Yeah. If the currents and winds are, are in our favour. Um, I do know of a couple of people have done November, but generally mm. it's like virtually non-existent. Yeah, and we've got a couple of wrecks just off the coast for shore diving. We've got a couple of chalk reefs that yeah. we can go on to. And then there are other, there's a BZAC club that have a rib and they go out to wrecks a bit further out in the North yeah. Sea. So we angling divers. Um, yeah. They're often posting um, yeah. as well. So uh, give them a... And look up if you are holidaying, if you're a BZAC diver and you th- you you come to Norfolk for your summer holidays, a lot of people do. Um, give them a look and um, you know see uh, see what they're up to because uh, yes, yeah. Crystal Sea Scuba, you know, again we're all they're always organising different trips and different uh, North Norfolk diving sessions as well. So now's the time get out there. The other thing as well is that now's the time to get on the paddleboard. Yes, absolutely. You know, if your partner is a diver and you think, well, I'm not a diver. What am I going to do? Well, get a paddleboard, get on the water and have a look. But again, safety first. You've got to think about your wind. You've got to think about the current. You've got to think about buoyancy aid as well. Yeah, means of communication. Let people yeah. know where you're going, what time you're going to be back. It's all about safety on the water. It is. But paddleboarding, it, it, we we do it, don't we? Yeah. And you can do it on the coast when conditions allow. Exactly. Yes. And we've been to the coast and things haven't been right and we haven't done our paddleboarding, have we? So yeah, that's just how it goes. That's, you just have to make the call. Sealionboards.com. Yes, yeah. So um, there'll be a link in the show notes for a, a link to their website. So go and check out the boards. There's a sale on as well. Um, and they do a complete package. So you buy the board, the pump, the paddle, uh, you get the leash included. So you literally can order and be on the water as yeah. soon as it arrives. So yeah. we're hoping to get back on ours very soon, aren't we? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, hopefully this week with the weather yeah. forecast. Yeah. And then if you need, if you fancy snorkeling, which, you know, is always something you can do out on any coast, then fourth yeah. element, do a great range of wetsuits, rash Yep, it's all environmentally friendly. Yeah. Um, fourth element are a great brand. I um, do believe they've got a 70% sale on at a minute. Wow, that's good. Yeah. On certain items. So have a look. Have a look on our show notes. Go there. And, um, you know, all the, there'll be more information on, on that. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got all these uh, good relationships with these suppliers. We believe in them. So, yeah, definitely yeah. have a look and at them. Just on a, a quick note as well, our thoughts and um, best wishes are with the family affected, the families, I should say, affected in this latest um liverboard that's um had a fire mm. so, uh, i'm sure you've probably heard or heard about it on new on the news and um social media uh we don't really want to comment much more about that because we don't know the facts and we don't know the ins and outs so it's not really for us to say more apart from we're thinking of you guys and uh you know we uh for those families that are affected mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, so that's just, I think that rounds most things up, doesn't it? I think it does, yeah. 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 Um, so looking forward to this. Uh, enjoy your Father's Day. If you um, Hope you had a great uh, weekend. And um, let's talk to Grace and Anne. Yep, so here is Grace and her dad, Anne Westgarth. 
and it's good to have you both on. So welcome, and uh, thanks for joining us. So um, I, I guess the first, one of the first, you know, we first all met um, back in February 2020, all those years ago. And, um, you know, you've you've come on a long way and you've done loads of different things, whether it's diving, uh, jumping out of a plane and all sorts of things and <laughs> photography and you're now at uni. Um, so and that's really cool. And I'm sure some of your followers on Instagram will be following, you know, will be listening to this as well. Um, but for people who probably don't know you, um, what does and this question to um, Grace, go for you first. What does diving mean to you? What does it actually mean when you're underwater? Well, I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot the past few weeks because, I mean, genuinely, I've done more diving in the past few weeks at uni than the past couple of years, um, just because home for us is London, yeah. which is quite difficult to actually get diving. It normally involves more of a... Um, more organization and a lot more time um, but where I am for uni at the moment is it's so easy and simple to go and dive now so yeah the past few weeks I've just been generally so happy it just brings like being underwater just makes me so relaxed so calm um, and yeah I literally don't know what I'll do about diving it's kind of incredible that we were able to find exactly what I feel like this is so cheesy but this is what I was I was meant to do. I just love it so much. Um, yeah. And I just hope that, yeah, at some point I can use or make diving my work and kind of use it to make a difference. Mm, that's brilliant. Yeah. So what level of diving are, have you reached at this point? In so time? at the moment, um, I'm a NACE Worldwide Master Diver, which is actually quite interesting because no one has ever heard of that training agency. No. <laughs> No, it's a bit of a random one, but um, it all kind of came about one of our instructors um, was kind of in the American scene. Like he knew yeah. a few people from America and it's actually an American training agency. What was and the they name were trying to NACE Worldwide, so N-A-S-E. Um, okay. And yeah, so they were, I think they were trying to introduce it to the UK scene. Yeah, they're a bit like... Um, uh... Oh, so who was the uh, chap you had on a few weeks ago? UTD. Um, UTD. Jeff Secondor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that one. I listened to that cast the other day, and and he was uh, talking about like their agency, sort of big in America, big in Korea, mm-hmm. um, and um, this is the very nice, very much the same. They're sort of very big in America, or quite big in America bigger probably in Korea and a little bit in Italy as well. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons, I think mean, the main reason that we ended up sort of going with, as I said, we had a, a chap over here who's, um, who was uh, trainee, who's actually going to become their uh, UK director, basically. And and he offered Grace to, you know, do the, the training up to Master Diver. They actually adapted their Master Diver uh, course um, as a junior course specifically for Grace because mm. um, you know, obviously there's a few things that you normally leave uh, that you can't do at the age she was at time 13 like deep and stuff like that um, and uh, yeah it was, a, it was a good move but one of their big things is they advocate all skills being done neutrally buoyant mm. yeah 
And that was sort of before Raid were really coming onto the scene and anybody else had actually ever um, sort of really sort of thought about it. So, mm. and she wanted to do it. So we went, yeah, well, let's, let's give it a go. Yeah. Well, that's good, you know, getting a bit outside the, the norm, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I did like their, um, their way of teaching. I thought it was quite good. And um, I mean, we started off with Paddy back yeah. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we were, yeah, we were both paddy open water to advanced. Um, but yeah, I did rescue and master dive with Nace. But then, I mean, that was seven years ago. So I was 13, yeah, then. But um, yeah, sort of since I've just been doing other little random courses. Um, I'm kind of going more in the direction now if I want to progress to do tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think the last major course that I did, I would say, was my sideband a couple of years ago. Um, which yeah, I just enjoyed a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to do next is uh, side mount. I'd like to do that. Yeah. So in your yeah, you as, love it, don't you? Yeah. So <laughs> are you diving side mount as normal, you know, as standard now? No, with so with the um, the university course, a lot of the time we're um, I think it's not really in their insurance. They hadn't counted uh, side mount into that. So normally <laughs> I just dive back mount with uni, but. Um, yeah, whenever I can, I've done a few side mount dives this year. So oh, great. Yeah, just good practice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Anne? How did you do your diving? How did you start out? Did you do well, exactly the same as Yeah, well, it, it, it was with Grace. I mean, it was, mm. I'm going to say, go back 10 years now. Um, and uh, probably Grace's mum's got to have some, uh, uh, my wife has got to have some uh, credit for this as well. <laughs> uh, we, went on holiday quite a bit to Egypt uh, from she was probably about five years old the first time we went to Egypt um, and to be honest with you it was like she just wanted to she always wanted to be in the water even back then you know always wanted to be in the water one way or another I actually used to every afternoon we were off down to the beach I had a fantastic house reef always snorkeling doing whatever um and I had a snorkeling probably from the age of four, um, which uh, we just got a, some, because she was always in the water, we just got a, got a small snorkeling set. And uh, probably one of the funniest things I, I, I actually remember having her in the water. And um, at first, all you could hear was screaming through the snorkel. <laughs> like, there was a lot of screaming and sort of like happy screaming. Um, and, then, and then all of a sudden, the next thing, she's just, Poodling around this little rock pool, being like this little pool in the sea, and the, the next thing you hear, I could hear singing coming out of it, you know, and, that, and that's where I thought, yeah, she likes this, you know. Yeah. So every, so every year, um, we went to Egypt, and we was in the sea every afternoon in the sea, you know. She was interested in everything there was to do with it. Got to the age of ten, as I say, my wife was probably the one that actually turned around and went. Do you fancy giving the um, doing the the uh, diving um, course while we're here? And I'll be honest, I, I by then I was probably what forty seven, something like that. And I I was very much the same. I always prefer to be underwater than on the top of the water. Um, never really sort of had the excuse to do scuba diving before that. Um, probably, you know, just from the point of view of having access to it and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I thought, 
yeah, why not? And Gray said yes, and that and that's where we started. You know, it's ten years ago, um, out in Egypt. We had a dive centre at the hotel. Um, uh, some good guys there as well. And that was mm-hmm. good. The teacher was good there. And uh, yeah, we we had a um, really quite a um, sort of a usual sort of four or five day intro into it, and done all the 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 um, um, all the requisites that you need to do and yeah. uh and that was it she came away as an open water diver before she left um primary school and wow. you know when she got back it was just such a cool thing yeah you know for someone to do and say so my 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 side of it was i just loved it I, it was just something i wanted to do i was brought up in 60s 70s jack Cousteau and everything like that mm. i always you know swam underwater all the time and um, probably like my, my dad was the same. He, he was first person I see I can remember doing probably a, a, a length and a half of a swimming pool underwater without taking a breath. Wow. You know, and, and that was like, you know, sort of that used to blow my mind at the time, you know, and I was always trying to emulate him. And even when we used to be in the pool all the time, you know, it was like it was she's thing. on the back. <laughs> Sure, they get under, and I'm sort of underneath the water, swimming along. She's grabbing out, she's holding on around my neck, sort of thing, you know. And that's that's really where it all came from. And as yeah. I say, ten years ago, we did the course, and yeah, it was fantastic. You know, it's it it probably the best thing we ever did together. Yeah, yeah. it's such uh, a thing to share know. it, father and daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I generally, I don't think. I mean, that open water course. I mean, as much as I loved being underwater at the time, like. It was so overwhelming with all the like, cause all the kits obviously massive. Like I was tiny, yeah. Um, and we'd done stuff in the pool, and it was fine, so I felt really safe. But then as soon as I got in the water, I was I was really scared. I remember having a bit of a freak out on the first dive on the surface. Yeah. I just I said to Dad, I was like, "No, you do it by yourself. Just yeah. don't, <laughs> don't. I can't do it." And then um. But then the the instructor come along, didn't he? He just said, "Just we'll just go down a little way. Just under, take underwater, take a few breaths, just." calm yourself down and we'll see how we get on and that was it bang she was off yeah as soon as I've done that that was it you know yeah Yeah. and it is quite a big thing you know like you said you were very young tiny you know you're you're not a mature person and you've got all that gear on that's the same as an average yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I mean literally like physically they did have to like I couldn't stand up with the tank on so the big aluminium tanks like just had to sit down and sort of like push me in yeah <laughs> it was on a pontoon as well so it's moving about a bit as well so, yeah. you know, but, but once she was in as i say she just you know took to it straight away yeah my daughter honey and she's was... doing her open water this weekend uh with crystal oh. seas and um, last last thursday she had her first go in a dry suit and she had all this wow. weight on and she went to get up and she didn't get up. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. She said, Dad, I've got so much weight on. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you're going to yeah. need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose no. that's a bit, it's a bit different doing it in the UK as well compared to in Egypt. Because it was like, I mean, I remember when we came back and sort of continued, like we found a club here. And then, yeah, obviously I got put in a dry suit and that is it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was a big uh, step. Yeah, that was the 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 difference. I think you had to fall in love with it again, didn't you, when we oh, yeah, started doing definitely. it over here? Um, yeah. But she was still still pretty determined to to do it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it just yeah. shows you once you're 
under the water, you know, the weight is not an issue, is it? And no, no, no exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, you've come a long way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That feels like a very, very long time ago now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Ten I years. Because you had to go on a time. rebreather as well, didn't you? Yeah, so this was in the mad, I call this the mad three weeks. <laughs> so there was, there was a mad three weeks in yeah. 2021. 2021? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it was, even, yeah, it it was just at the end because it was at the uh, the go diving show that they road did show. at. Yeah. Like the road um, show, yeah. NDAC, NDAC, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So there was, there was a period, yeah, of three weeks where I can't remember which way around it was, but it was like the skydive one weekend, <laughs> rebreather try dive the next weekend. <laughs> And then a, my first free diving course the weekend. Right, yeah, free dive. So that was, yeah. yeah so that yeah. was absolutely insane. But I literally, I loved all of it, and every single like each weekend, I came away from it like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, I mean, rebreather is really odd. Like, I mean, I loved it because it was so quiet. Yeah. I mean, I know that's what I, like. Obviously, the benefits of it are if you were like filming or anything like that, you can get out really close to things. So I think in future I'm going to need to uh, do some training, Yeah. but um, the buoyancy was, yeah, was a bit odd not being able to control buoyancy just through breathing. It's weird. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I bet. Yeah. Mm. But it's great that you've kind of embraced the whole underwater thing and you've done free diving as well because you know we've spoken to so many people that scuba diving they're scuba divers and then they've gone into the free diving and they've said it's really helped their scuba diving yeah so did you find oh, any yeah benefit? yeah i definitely think the whole um the mindset with free diving is just completely different um i mean there's obviously a lot of stereotypes around diving of like I don't, I don't really know how to describe it, but divers kind of come out of the water, I don't know, have a couple of beers, go and smoke, like, especially in the UK, I don't know. Um, we could say and also a lot of the time, <laughs> yeah, um, but it's, and also it can be quite a, I feel with diving sometimes, um, obviously it shouldn't be, but it some, sometimes can feel a bit rushed and a bit, um like stressful on the surface before mm. a dive but yeah. free diving is like completely the opposite you have to really really relax before a dive um everyone's kind of like calm and um yeah I just found it really nice to it's a I still I do it a lot down in Falmouth now um because obviously it's a lot easier there's not as much kit mm-hmm. um you can literally just kind of free dive anywhere um but yeah it's I find it really really peaceful and it does help diving like breathing wise. I think I'm def- definitely just more conscious of my breath. And um, I know that out of um, everyone at uni, they are so- always surprised that I don't, br- I literally don't breathe a lot when I'm underwater. Um, <laughs> I always come out with like 50 bar more than everyone else. Um, I don't know if that's because I have small lungs or something, but yeah. You've always been must like that. Do, yeah, Even she's something. always been like that. She's always had a very good um uh conservation rate for air, basically. Yeah. You know, sort of um yeah, everybody that goes in with you as well. I think she's just I think the thing is, I think is she's very she's very calm. Mm. Yeah. And you know, the breathing and the breathing techniques, as you say, with 
mm. um, the uh, um, free diving is does. I think it does help. Mm. Yeah. You know? So something I want to do actually because um, uh, I don't. I, I, I don't know whether you, you know, but um, uh, I haven't dived for some time now. Um, right. And there's possibly um, I doubt doubt very much whether I'll be able to dive again because I had a, uh, a medical condition totally uh, off the this is 2019. I just passed out in the office uh, at work, and uh, long story short, I ended up in the hospital for three weeks in a coronary care unit with um, and ended up with a um, implanted defibrillator and sort of pacemaking unit. Okay, yeah. no. There was no reason for it. No, they don't know whether it was like my, my arteries were all clear. I hadn't had any symptoms or anything like that. Um, and uh, it's a bit, sort of a little bit like, you know, you get with the uh, these footballers and things like that, you know, that top sportsmen are just a sort of, I'm not I'm a top sportsman, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, they're just, you know, keel over on the pitch, you know. Yes, and, yeah. You know, for no Something reason, born with. same sort of thing came around and, and ended up, you know, as I say, with, with this because something has damaged my heart somewhere down. Like, don't know why. Um, mm. it's not a, it could be a it could be genetic. Um, we had to get Grace checked, obviously, she was clear, so we're okay, you know, but we'll make sure she gets checked regularly. So, you know, so my sort of diving has sort of taken a, a dive. Yeah. excuse mm. the pun um, so um, and I've been sort of hoping that because I spoke to a dive doctor and and uh, he said best we can do is give it time mm. um, which I have done and yeah. I am sort of intent on going back to the doctor and do it cause, because most of them say that they think I'm you know I'm fit enough to do it I mean, yeah. certainly I'm you know I'll go out yeah, well, you're running, aren't you? Running. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> times yeah. as well, yeah, really. like 33 yeah. minutes, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Which... You're definitely a hell of a lot fitter like now than like before as well. So I yeah, think yeah, in a way, so. you'd be a lot more comfortable it's diving like, now. Yeah. So. If you check to like shallow because... depths, you you should be a fine. Yeah, that, and that's my sort of feeling as well. But it's you that usual thing. If you, it's it's whether I, I've got a bit of a trade off, you know. If they said yes, you're fit to dive, absolutely okay, fine. But I think a lot of um, professionals are always not that keen to do things like that because of the insurance aspect of it. Mm. You know, there's always that. You know, I'm probably not be able to get insurance or anything like that. So it's a bit of a um, bit of a, in an the UK. Subject. You should be all right, wouldn't you? Yeah, you can be. I mean, I, I've doctors told me. The, the doctors that I, you know, obviously saw originally are not diving doctors, basically just said, no, you can't dive again. Mm. And that was because of the fact that I had things like uh, I had um, uh, ventricular tachycardia, yeah, right. which is like, so it's the um, quite a bad uh, arrhythmia. So um, and that's one of the things they... As well, yeah, that, that's one of the things that they worry about. Yeah. But I've actually since since it happened, I've never had you know I've not had another event. You know, yeah. I don't. You know, I'm checked regularly, and you know they all say the same thing. No, you're absolutely fine. They, I even I call it my tune up now. So I go there and they tune me up. Oh, do you, do you do any exercise? Yeah, I do exercise. Okay, uh, and they say, okay, we we'll just tweak it a bit to make sure it gives you like 
um, you know, better efficiency when you're running some uh, <laughs> with that like performance enhancing drugs and, yeah. and and this unit, you know, that's probably why I, I can run like a can. Has it got Bluetooth and you can pair it up to like a, um, a, yeah, a exactly. like my zone yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe um, you're healthy and you know. yeah, yeah. So, but going back to it, I was I, I was hoping that no nobody's going to stop me from putting a mask on and a snorkel on and diving down underwater, you know, because mm, no, exactly, who's going to stop me from doing it? Nobody, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but I would still like to. I'd like to do the free diving course. Yeah, which again yeah. might might be a bit of a compromise. I might have to go. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to go and see a, uh, a doc again and just say, look, you know, what do you think? Yeah, because actually the the unit itself, this little thing that sits here in my chest, is actually rated to thirty meters. No way. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, because they do. They. I mean, obviously, they've got to be robust anyway. Um, but also. Um, there are instances where they use hyperbaric um, treatment outside of diving and yes. things like that. Yeah, yeah. So they have to be able to sort of go to a certain depth, you know. So, well, so yeah, so I've got like, you know, the rating is 30 metres. Not that I'd probably want to do that <laughs> in free diving because you've done it, haven't you? Yeah, but... that's a bit of a push. It's a long way down, that 30 metres. So, how, how, far... Long way how far have you got with your free diving grace? What... Yeah, I mean, so last year, um, for context, I had a gap year. So I was basically just working and freediving. That's all I was doing because um, I did the course in 2021 and then just really loved it. So I thought I want to progress as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, basic course I did first and then I did my advanced freediver course. Um, and after that, I kind of just I'm on the path to becoming a freediving instructor so I'm yeah sort of reading up about it um I I've really only got a shadow lots of courses now actually teach the stuff I've passed the the skills side Mm. of it and theory side of it but I've just got to actually teach because I haven't really taught anything before um so that's a bit of a learning curve but um yeah I mean last year was big freediving year uh and as dad just said that was the my I think the last freediving session I did uh, last year in a quarry, which was Vobster, um, I did. I got thirty meters, which was I was happy with that, and I was like, I don't need to do any more yet. <laughs> That's amazing, right. race. <laughs> so time-wise, how long has it taken you to get to thirty, then get back? Would you say? I roughly? think that must have been about a minute, a minute and ten seconds. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's really weird because the like on the surface, we had to do static breath holds as well. And for instructor standards, you need to do at least three minutes. So I think wow. I got to about three minutes, 10 static. Um, but then that's when you're just floating, not doing anything. But then it's so different when you have to actually, you're fitting the whole yeah. way down and obviously the whole way up. Um, it's a lot more effort. So it you can't, you couldn't do a three minute dive, even though I can hold my breath for three minutes. Yeah, um, yeah one minute. 10 about about that that's amazing it is, absolutely yeah. amazing yeah. <laughs> and you said that the the other thing she said was as, as well at that depth as well what was surprising is she couldn't equalize her mask yeah that was because i had basically all the air gets so compressed that it just physically like i've never really 
in scuba because it's such a gradual change mm-hmm. you don't really notice how compressed everything is um, and obviously you're breathing air so you can use the air in your lungs to equalize all of the air spaces that you have but in freediving you don't have any extra air no. so all of the air was compressed and I got to 30 and I thought oh my god my mask is so tight on my face <laughs> right now so I don't know yeah I definitely have got a lot of practice to do before I would um, go any further but um because yeah that was a bit of a push and a very very fast swim that's, that's good that you recognize that I can imagine um that must get a little bit addictive to push the the limit a little bit with that yeah 100 I mean I do recognize that I did kind of um do my freediving training quite quickly but I wasn't doing a lot else I was literally just doing mm. freediving I mean I'd do breathing uh, breathing classes two or three times a week um and then hopefully go through like freediving four times a month maybe at weekends yeah um so yeah I, I basically went from nothing to that in a in a year which was quite intense but um yeah obviously as long as you're comfortable with it then there's nothing wrong with that. But um again, I, I have to blow her trumpet a little bit because she sometimes gets that she she doesn't always give everything <laughs> like the, the the sort of facts why she ended up where she is. And as her dad, obviously, you know, her mum's the same. <laughs> I, I you know, I just have to shout about her from the rooftops all the time. But um the uh the free diving course, the first reading diving course she went on, um she um that over all the instructors like when we hate her. I said, why? Well, she can equalize without pinching her nose. And it's like, you know, it's something that, you know, I think like professional free divers and things like that. Mm. It's you can you can either do it or you can't, or it takes it takes a hell of a lot of training to be able to do it. She just got in first one. She goes down, not even holding her nose, and she comes back up again. And the the instructor's going, "Are you okay?" And they're going, "She's going, yeah, fine." She says, "You didn't pinch your nose." She says, "No, I don't need I don't to." Need to. Turn right. and, and they're like, "Oh God, we really hate her." You know? <laughs> well, I have I have read about something that's like um, that can I don't they don't re- there's not been a lot of research behind it because obviously it's such a a niche thing, but. Um, it can be something to do with if you've been introduced into water at a young age mm. um, before you've like fully developed your eustachian tubes can actually develop to be able to open and close on demand rather than having to mm. um, yeah pinch your nose and blow. So yeah. it might have had something to do with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, again, yeah. Uh, her mum and uh, your nan as well was, um, was a swimmer and mm. when she basically when she was first born one of the first things it says when you're going to get her booked in for swimming lessons you know she was in the pool from probably well before she was before you were one i think wasn't it mm. we had her in the pool so you know and she used my wife used to take her to like mum and, and toddler uh, swimming classes locally and stuff like that so she's always you know again always always been in the water so. yeah. You're a water baby yeah yeah mm-hmm. absolutely Definitely. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, we're we're immersed in water in the womb, aren't we? We, you know, and there's been, there's been a long. Uh, there was a. Do you remember years ago they did this uh, test with newborn babies, and they could mm. breathe in the water, couldn't they? Yeah, they literally right. chuck them in, or they don't. They, they, they 
it's that natural reflex, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just they can just go underwater and they can, in fact, yeah, you're right. I think it's newborn babies can pretty much sort of hold their breath. Almost, yeah. You know, for mm-hmm. extremely we forget it as we get older. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just forget how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, university, so the course you're doing involves photography and diving. Yeah, so it's maybe the the longest course name ever. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Marine and Natural History Photography, um, and it is. Uh, I mean, when I found it, I remember coming downstairs here because I always sort of thought I didn't really want to go to uni. I'd never found a course that I really wanted to do, um, but our college told us, "Oh, we should start looking at some courses and applying anyway." And when I found this one, I came downstairs and I was like almost crying. Yeah. So I just had seen a like promo video for it. And in the video, they had people diving with cameras and like in the Red Sea and um, doing all this cool stuff. And I, yeah, it was, um, I thought, okay, maybe I will go to uni. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's, honestly, it's been a fantastic year. Um, it involves... I mean, for the first half of it, we didn't do any diving. Um, so even though marine is the first word in the title of the course, um, you don't have to be a diver to go on the course. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually only an optional extra to do the diving okay. part. Um, but the marine side of it also, um, they teach you how to use like surf housing. So like you could take photos, do surf photography um, or they do have some other underwater like camera housings that you can use for taking photos in rock pools and stuff. Cause obviously that's big in Cornwall. Um, but yeah, so you can do the marine side without actually being a scuba diver, yeah. but um, yeah, for, I obviously have been just looking forward to the diving part the whole time. And we eventually started about two months ago and it's been incredible learning how to use the underwater housings with the proper like strobes and everything um it's been very difficult i didn't really realize how hard <laughs> underwater photography is um so i sort of have been around people that have taken amazing photographs and made it look so easy quite a lot yeah. <laughs> but now that i've actually had a go it's proven to be a lot more um demanding than i thought it would be but it has been yeah really amazing I mean, saying, saying that, I mean, you go going back a few years because she's always wanted to do, we've always taken films like most people, had, so like GoPro cameras and things like that. We also had, she had a little um, compact Nikon camera as well, which was really good. Go mm. down to 30 metres, couldn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, without housing. Um, mm. And it was a great camera. And she got some actually really good shots, you know, and we're talking, what, back in five, six years ago? You know, some of the shots you were taking then, you know, I, I think some of them were really, you know, sort of of a good quality. Yeah. You know, of a sort of uh, sort of quality that you could easily, you know, put in a magazine or something like that. Mm. Um, she's, uh, um, I, I think you're you're good. Uh, the photography side of being, she is a, a natural. I, I just feel she's natural at being able to. You know, most people just point and shoot that's me you know it doesn't she she can see the composition of everything and actually be able to put a shot together and then afterwards then edit it to make it look really good 
Yeah. You know, um, and uh, that's a sort of a, a, I would say it's a bit of an inbuilt talent. And where she sort of uh, honed a, a lot of a, you know, sort of, um, um, what can I say, your sort of popularity, if you like, you know, over, <laughs> over the years is because she started Instagram quite early yeah. and got noticed by people quite early. And her, her first break really was um, Sarah Richards, you know, yeah. Sarah oh, Richards, yeah. Yeah. up on her from Girls at Scuba, um, picked up on her when you was... Uh, probably 12, 13? 13. No, it was 13. 13. 13. Yeah. And, um, and did a little article on her and said, like, write me something and we'll we'll do a little article on there. You know, then it was like they had a website, didn't they, as well? Because mm-hmm. it was quite early days of girls at school as yeah. well. And which, you know, sort of led to quite a few things, plus as well, then eventually becoming one of their inaugural ambassadors as well, which was That's great. Right, yeah. but, you know, that was like, you know, Again, mm-hmm. you know, just another achievement that yes, you yeah. know we could sort of never wish for anything better for her because she she's just like everything she's done, she's done with a passion and and just um, put everything into it. You know, but it's quite easy to do that when when you enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's the Absolutely. that's the one thing. That's why I always it yeah. looks like I've. I mean, my Instagram is. Um, I mean, you've probably heard that Instagram is just a highlight reel of people's lives, and it really, in mine, it really is. It's just like all of the good things that happen go on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely helped me to get a lot of um, exposure in the in the diving world. I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's very easy to do when I enjoy doing it. I like taking photos. I like editing photos. I like writing little things about what I've done. So yeah. 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 Well, that's good, and it you know it really is a foundation for your future then. Yeah. So mm. with the so the World Ocean Day Youth Advisory Council, that's quite a new thing as well, isn't it? Because I think when we saw you at the Go Diving show, you were talking about that. So how? Yeah. So that? that again was I just saw that World Ocean Day. Um, I can't remember if it was World Ocean Day themselves or someone else reposted it, but World Ocean Day every year open up an application to get uh, youth advisory council members. Um, basically anyone who um, I don't know the age range but I, th- I would say it's under 25s um, uh, anyone who's got an interest in the in the ocean can apply you go through a little process um, and basically once you've been accepted through the process they take you through a course which I learned so much from the course but basically because everyone's all over the world so people represent different countries I obviously represent England, um, but yeah, so people all over the world get on a Zoom call, have training about um, advocacy, how to use social media, um, conservation practices, um, loads and loads and loads of stuff, basically. Um, And we have like masterclasses from like National Geographic Explorers and stuff. It was great. Um, And at the end of it, the, the aim is to basically, um, no matter how big or small it is, but like have a, an event for World Ocean Day um, and basically spread awareness about, um, yeah, the organisation, but also just the ocean in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's what my friend and my friend Rada and I were doing at the Go Diving show. We just wanted to talk a little bit, a bit about um, what World Ocean Day is. Um, but the story of how I met her was quite funny, actually. Yeah, um, a friend is a 
is also a um, uh, youth advisory uh, or youth youth oh, council. Yeah, but oh, um, where's she? Which where's she from? So she rather represents Bulgaria. Yeah, um, and I'd seen her on the website because they published like each person had a little bio of like who they are and who, uh, where they represent on the Wild Ocean Day site. And I remember reading everyone's, and obviously I saw hers and that she was Bulgarian, but it didn't actually say um like where she was studying. Um I knew that she was studying uh like a marine related course, but I didn't know where. And then all of a sudden I was in my I'd just moved into uni and I was in my kitchen. And then I turn around and she's literally in my kitchen. I was <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is she here? Um I thought I really recognised her and she said oh is that Grace um, and it turns out so she's at Exeter Uni um, and I'm at Falmouth Uni but right. we share a campus and she's on my campus and yeah. happens to work um, she has a job um, as like a, a uni rep or whatever and she basically goes around to all the first year's flats and makes sure that everyone's okay cool. um, yeah so we ended up really randomly meeting um, and it's been amazing because I don't think I would have been able to do the um the event that I've just done um we sort of made it together in our like local it's almost a an event space kind of town hall type thing Falmouth, yeah. um in Falmouth we put on a little event for all the locals um and it was almost like an assembly where we we came together and we just had a discussion open discussion um got into groups um and talked about how we can sort of um Concern, concern, concert. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is improve things. Improve yeah, yeah, the no, state really of the, the ocean and marine life locally. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was great, and I wouldn't have been able to do it if she wasn't um if she wasn't with me. So yeah. yeah. So it's a meant to be meeting, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So have you got any um? Anything coming up where you're going to be doing more about the World Ocean Day? Uh, sort of yeah, so, I mean, World Ocean Day is on June the 8th. Yeah. Um, I say unfortunately, it's, nothing's unfortunate, but I won't be in uh, or around the ocean on the 8th because I'm working. <laughs> but, um, She's got her money now to feed all this. <laughs> yeah, well, I am, in fact, feeding a trip to Egypt in December. <laughs> <laughs> so um that's what I'm earning uh saving up for at the moment. But yeah, World Ocean Day is on June the 8th. Um it's sort of so World Ocean Day is an organization. The main message is that although World Ocean Day is on June the 8th, uh it should be World Ocean Day every day. This is the kind of the thing that they try yeah. and push um so hard. Um, but if anyone does want to do events um on World Ocean Day website, they have loads and loads of free resources. So literally you can go on there and everything is free. Like you, they give you loads of ideas, posters, social media, like um, sort of, they've already got, they've got already made up social media posts that are like ready to put on Instagram. And a lot of places okay. that do that, they actually end up, they're not, they're not great, but these ones, they look really nice and I would definitely be happy to post them. Um, but yeah, so, and also there is a, um, an events map. So if you go onto World Ocean Day and go on their map, you can look at your local area and see if anyone's like submitted to an event that they're doing that you could mm. attend on or around June the 8th. Um, so that would be good to 
to look at. And I think, yeah, there's, I know Rada's um, got a few things planned in Bulgaria. <laughs> um, it's great. It's a worldwide yeah. event, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally all over the world. Um, and it, you'll be surprised. There are some literal tiny, tiny islands in the middle of nowhere that are having World Ocean Day events happening on. Um, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be by the ocean to um, have an event for World Ocean Day. Um, yeah, it's all about just spreading awareness. So unfortunately, I won't be um, doing an event on the day because we've sort of already done our event, but it's still, I'll be posting about it, definitely. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think that'd be good if we put some, like, maybe a couple of, like, a trailer out about this because um, mm-hmm. this episode will go out, as Gemma said earlier, you know, on the Monday afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could probably put a few bits and pieces out before that to tie in with, mm-hmm. uh, with that date would be good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's just getting the awareness out there of, you know, people knowing that this is a specific day that happens every year as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really good thing. I was like, you know, surprised. Because again, I mean, it's a, the charity is American, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is an American-based America. charity, but mm-hmm. but the fact that they're doing it, you know, they do it worldwide, obviously. It's is really the, good. The thing. It's probably not as well-known over here, I would say. You know, mm. um, and it probably does need a bit more pushing over because yeah. one of their big messages is the thirty by thirty thing, mm-hmm. um, which you probably go to explain better. But um, yeah, it's basically thirty by thirty is like the global um, aim that they have. Uh, world leaders kind of have agreed now, but obviously we don't know if that's obviously going to get taken forward. Um, but it's the agreement to protect those percent of lands, waters, and ocean by 2030. Oh, yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, so obviously that's a big target because at mm. the moment there's probably less than 10%. Um, but, yeah, we hope that can happen. And yeah. I think that's the the aim of um, World Ocean Day the past couple of years um, has been to kind of get people to recognise that 30 by 30 campaign and, like, hold their local councillors or um, like MPs accountable and like actually make sure that they do um, stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, well, that's good. good. And it it just brings it out there, puts it out there for anybody that, you know, hasn't heard about World Ocean Day because I think... where to go. Yeah. 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 That'd be Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. And it must have helped at the Go Diving show to do your talks and you know, promote it a bit more because, you know, you had all the T-shirts on and everything and it's, you've, you've yeah, got I mean, a that ready-made was... audience there, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, that's that was, I mean, Rada said that, because Rada isn't a diver, um, oh. so going to a dive show with me was, um, she was actually, yeah, really kind of... Um, I think she might learn. Surprised. What was that, sorry? Do you think she might learn? Oh, yeah, I've tried to convince her. Yeah, and I think she will. She really wants yeah. to do it. I, she's got, um, I did kind of point her in the right direction of um, a full element wetsuit as her first wetsuit because she lives <laughs> in Cornwall but doesn't own a wetsuit, which I thought, hmm, wow. she needs one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she's um, she's been in the water a lot more now. and I know she definitely, she loves it. I mean, she does want to dive. Um, but, yes, yeah, Rada was really surprised at how, big the UK diving scene is I mean like Mm -hmm. I suppose to someone who isn't a diver 
you don't really see many divers around. It's not a huge sport. So mm. going to the Go Diving Show and seeing how, like, what a huge event it is, and especially yeah. this year, obviously. Yeah, it was really big this big, year as well. Each year it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was it was great to have the audience already that yeah that did care. I think a lot. If it was anywhere else, it would have been a bit harder to get people to um come and listen. But no, we had a good audience there. Yeah. Yeah. And of yeah. course, they had a big section this year as well, didn't they, for UK diving, uh, which was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, it's something. You know, we started off in another country, but naturally, you want to come back, and if you do get into it, you want to be able to dive where yeah. you are. And and you know, we have got some fantastic diving here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know? And where you know, and Cornwall is just like a dream. You know, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I have really yeah. like it down in Cornwall. I've definitely fallen in love with it again because we've been a lot of the diving that we used to do here in the UK was all because the quarries are closest to us. So we just did quarry mm. diving yeah. um, almost exclusively. Yeah. We didn't do much sea diving. And when we did do sea diving, it was, it was just... all a bit like new and like up a boat. So yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely a bit different. We did we did some really, I mean, our, our, probably one of our favourite uh, sea dives, low, which is probably. Probably about the nearest one of decent diving for us was at um, Selsey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Selsey Bill down on the south coast, which is yeah. has got some absolutely fantastic diving mm. and sea life. And you, you just wouldn't think it, you know. No. You show people, you know, you take some photos and you show people and they go, what, that's here? And yeah. you say, yeah, this is the UK. Another good one as well is under uh, Swanage, oh. Pier. Swanage, Swanage Pier. Swanage Pier, Swanage Pier, Pier yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah, like being a, it's, it's like mm. being abroad, you know. It's, yeah. It is just fantastic. We're hoping to do that. And, at some you, know, you show people pictures from it, and they go, "Is that, is that in the UK?" You say, "Yeah, it's in Swanage." You know, they go, "Really?" You know, and it just it, it's just something else, really, when you think yeah. about it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know yes. we have the only, the only thing we will say is, is that that uh, as, as you well know as well, it's the fact that. You know, you you have to take take your chances with UK diving, you? Mm. you know, because mm-hmm. more often than not, you know, all yeah. the plans are made, and on the, at the last minute, that's that's it. The weather yeah, comes so in. You're, you're going on a you're going on a walk instead of a dive. Sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's happened plenty of times. You just got to persevere with that side of it. But yeah. Yeah, but, um, but then yeah, when it uh, really happens, you really appreciate it, and you know, it's just magical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So UK. I've I have not yet actually I I need to get because I need a new wetsuit as well, which is my sort of aim to buy a new myself a new wetsuit with she's got a, a reasonable discount with all <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be onto them for a wetsuit soon. But um I've got to uh, I'll, I want to be getting in then in the uh, Cornwall probably later on when we go back. They do some nice stuff, don't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, in September when we go back, um, when she goes back, we're going to probably have a few days down there as well as a break. And mm-hmm. I was planning on getting in the water then. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Well, it'll still so, be lovely and warm, won't it? The sea. So. Well, that's that's the thing as well. Isn't it? It's towards the end, isn't it? So it's the the sea's warmed up by then mm-hmm. as well. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah well it's just a, an amazing journey you've had grace and yeah you've got so much ahead of you as well yeah i'm definitely i'm excited for the next two years especially because um 
I mean, this course, I feel like it's only just really got started. I mean, the past four weeks, um, I've been diving. Uh, you can probably, I don't know if you can see it on the Zoom. I've actually got a line where my dry suit's been because <laughs> I've been in it so much. Um, but yeah, it's really just got started. So photography-wise, I'm definitely looking forward to um, next term. We're learning the bigger DSLR cameras with like multiple strobe setups oh, and wow. stuff. Um so yeah, I'm just like in gear heaven at the moment as well because we yeah. get access to all of this stuff once we've um, passed the certain levels. Once we've done the training with the cameras, we can basically take them out and dive with them whenever wow. we want, which will be uh, really nice. <laughs> so, yeah. and I feel like I have been kind of waiting for this course for the for past a long time. Yeah, for the past ten yeah. years, kind of. So, um, and are they are they keeping to like a particular brand of cameras? Are they? Or do they sort of mix and um, match? They at the moment, um, we're using Olympuses for the first level. So yeah. Olympus for the first level. Um, I th- think the second level is um Canon, but they are looking to upgrade. They've been kind of giving us hints that they're upgrading this year, so we might have some nice new cameras. I think mm. potentially Sony's, um, which is what I have for like my on land cameras, a Sony, which yeah. I love. Um, but they've all got all of the housings, all Nauticam housings, um, which you might have seen their stand at the dive show. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to. Great big you know, set. I've always wanted. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I've always wanted to have an underwater camera set up, but the only issue is it's just very expensive. <laughs> yes. um, and my, my daughter has always been involved in gear heavy sports. So it's something <laughs> I've always heard. Like, yeah. Anything she does has got a large amount of equipment involved in it. Mm-hmm. Even down to things like, you know, playing hockey. She couldn't just be a hockey player and have a hockey stick. She has to be the goalie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like several hundred quid's worth of gear there yeah. on its own. You know, it's like everything she did. Even even going back to when she was very small and she wanted to learn an instrument in the first place, <laughs> we actually, she said, said well, what would you like to, you know, what musical instrument would you like to learn? She went, I want to play the harp. Is that not the most random Can you thing? Believe that? That? From like the flute. Um, <laughs> six six years old, something like that. I want to play the harp, so we had to go and rent or hire a harp for her, a half sized harp. Yeah, because you're obviously a big one, they can't even reach it. You could have just barely reach this one, you know. So, you know, so it was like, okay, and she did that for a while, but it was, well, I've got to be honest, I mean, it was a bit of a sigh of relief when she sort of packed that one in, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we personally got it out of the conservatory and it was costing us a fortune. <laughs> but still, mum won't let me forget that because every time we see an orchestra on TV, she's like, oh, that could have been you. That could have been you. Yeah, it could have been, but it's not. I'm in the no. diving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what? you can imagine what my uni room is like because I have all the dive kit. That was all under my bed. And then the hockey goalkeeping kit, like stuffed in the corner the camera stuff under the desk like it was completely packed yeah 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 so, so what is the old the ultimate goal though when you when you leave uni what's the what's the ultimate goal yeah i mean well i've always said the what my dream would be um in an ideal world would be like filming kind of attenborough level stuff yeah. but realistically i know that i mean david attenborough is 97 or something um <laughs> bit old now um and also the direction of um tv at the moment isn't really 
like it's not really certain the the his, the future of TV because obviously mm. everything's moving to streaming services, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, so basically, my goal is to have a job where I can work making content if if that's like underwater or on land kind of wildlife um lifestyle based stuff um i'll be happy with it and if i can kind of use it in a good way that'd be nice yeah um so obviously i do enjoy conservation um i'd like to take that a bit further but i'm very new to conservation i don't i'm not i don't have a lot of knowledge in that background yeah um but yeah i would like to take that further but i also enjoy writing so again like doing the kind of articles and stuff i wouldn't mind being like a travel like writer or something like that yeah. um anywhere um, that i can take you get a following. yeah Once i mean you that is following and you're building that up yeah you know you can uh, and you're doing that aren't you you know so who who you kind of like um taking inspiration from who are out there who mm. you're kind of thinking well you know these the f- is there anyone particular or a handful of people or yeah, a few people spring to mind. <laughs> I mean, my favourite people in the, I would say that I've got to know um, in the industry at the moment is Ramva um, yeah. from yeah. Fourth Element. But obviously, um, Ramva and um, Maria, I can never say her name. Maria Polra. Yeah. Um, those two are just both really great. I mean, they're, I don't know if you've watched their talks about their expeditions yeah. that they've yeah. been on and they're planning another one. Um was just absolutely incredible blows my mind also um ellen kuliot yeah i just absolutely i love her she's great also went on the expedition um kind of that whole team um they all take amazing photos (laughs) um and they're all just doing really really cool diving um and for a good reason as well that the expeditions have had a really good cause behind them and that's something that i could I'd really, I'd love to be a part of, like, in future, doing yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. And I, and I have to say as well, those three in particular, um, especially Ellen and um, and Rand were rare, they, they have all been so encouraging uh, of Grace. Mm. That's they amazing. really sort yeah. of, they've, you know, they, they really like Grace and actually have, have sort of encouraged her and actually come up and made, made, the effort to to actually contact her, mm. you know, it's not her going to them. They've come to her. I mean, yeah. I, well, the first time we met Ellen, which was at the um, NDAC Go Diving Roadshow, yeah. um, she actually sought Grace out. Ellen came, came across and said, are you Grace? And she said, yeah. she said, I've been <laughs> wanting to meet you for such a long time. I and I, and she's, I cannot she's tell like, you how excited I was. Like, because I was enjoy it's the floor sort of thing. <laughs> just, uh, what, me? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I've followed them for such a long time, yeah. just like on Instagram and stuff and seeing all their, especially Ellen, like she's an incredible photographer. Yeah. So for her to like come and know who I was, was a bit like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and still now you you talk to them quite regularly, don't you as well? You know, mm, so. mm. And especially yeah. Ramba being down, um, Ramba lives in Cornwall at the moment because that's where Full Element is based. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we keep saying we need to get on a dive soon. <laughs> yeah, you must. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she's always in another country doing really cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also yeah. it's amazing. Uh, the women you know the girls the girl diving scene is just so strong and you know they're not just divers they're really really you know inspiring divers aren't they yeah they're really good role models i've got yeah they are 
was, you know. Um, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest, I mean, I, again, you know, this is the sort of thing in Ian as well, you're probably with um, your daughter, honey, I, I think you can do a lot worse than this sort of thing because there are such, the, the industry is, although you say it's big, but it's quite niche and it's quite small and the people within it, I found are very, very approachable. Yeah. Yeah. The majority are very, very approachable and easy to speak to. And they they're interested, you know, and want to give advice. And, you know, even down to the first time she's had quite a few experiences at the Go Dive show. Um and uh um the first time around, the first one we've done, um uh Jill Heiner was there. Yeah. And she got to interview Jill Heinerf. You know, she did a little video interview at yeah. the time. Um, and she, Jill afterwards just said, you know, you want anything, you just contact me. Yeah. yeah. She gave her a, yeah. gave her a contact details. And oh, wow. you walk away, things like that, yeah. you know, and you think, you know, okay, you might not ever speak to them again or whatever, but the fact that they've actually said that to you. They've you know, taken and, the time. And really, yeah. sort of, you know, and... You know, I've always said it's a great thing to have. And I think, you know, you say your daughter, if she gets into anything um, through diving, there is just uh, that. Just know, such a... I would love it if she did, you know, and I, yeah. I really hope so. Um, she, you know, she tells, uh, she talked to me about it. She talked to her mum about it. Um, so, yeah, it would be pretty amazing if she did. Yeah. Um, my son, um, he was like, he was getting that way. And then he got into like football and computers. And he's like, he's not really that keen at the minute. But, you know, uh, she's like always loved the water and um, yeah. uh, very much like Grace. And, uh, and I'm kind of hoping that she does it. You know, it will be something that she then carries on. So something rolls on. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. be. I, I, that'd be an awesome, you know, life for, and I think diving for, um, for people, especially uh, children. And as they go through school and uni and what have you, that adds another element of jobs as well. You know, what they also do. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, again, it's not for everybody, you know, know, it isn't for everybody. And, and, you know, I don't think, as with anything, you know, you can't push anyone into doing no. anything, or you you shouldn't push anyone into no. doing anything, um, especially your your kids, you know, because I think that's the worst thing you can do. You know, yeah. we just supported Grace with what she loves doing, you know, um, and it, it's you know that I think that's the best thing you can do, you know. Yeah. But what, as I said, going back to the original thing is, is that I think in the diving industry. You get you get your good and bad, but in general, I think, especially for younger divers as well, because there is that we need younger divers. Yeah, yeah. I think people were there. A lot of the the sort of the known people, well known people, were there, and you know, will quite easily pick up and speak to the youngest people just to impart any knowledge that they've got. Yeah, just to help them go forward with what they want to do. I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a really good thing. Yeah, it surprised me in the last ten years of being able to actually um, experience it myself because I'm there, you know, and, and her mum's been there, and you know, sort of met these people, you know, sort of mm. all these different people, and, and you know, people that you quite often see on the telly, you know, sort yeah. of, you know, yeah. you see people like Monty Halls, for instance, yeah, you know, 
and uh, Andy Talbot, you know, you know, Andy's um, sort of always spoke to Grace several, you know, going back to the sort of original go diving shows and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sort of, um, it's, it's really sort of, uh, they are um, approachable. It's yeah. It's a really good thing. And there's plenty of people willing to help as well. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 You know? And it's, so very... I, always, I, I have to go back even to, uh, John at, at water sports was the, 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 you know, the, the sort of thing that when she was getting to a point where, you know, the, the journey has been, Know, mainly second-hand equipment because there's two of us doing it. It's expensive, you know. So yes. I was sort of buying good bits of equipment here and there. We're gradually building stuff up over a period of years. Got her a dry suit, which was a, an otter dry suit, not a new one. It was second-hand, but she started growing out of that. And yeah. she had a sort of "This is the one that I want." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've probably seen pictures of her in it because she's always in it. It's the, you know, <laughs> yeah. the uh, is it the like um oh, ultra like ultra light yeah. it's got a front zip orange flashes or had to be orange had to be this had to be that <laughs> so you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 oh literally <laughs> everyone now yeah. knows me just for being the orange girl like yeah. <laughs> i have so much orange stuff <laughs> that funny enough though the white mask came before all of that she always had a white white mask, mask. as well first yeah. mask she bought white and she's always stuck with white mask yeah wow. but okay. um yeah. um yeah and, and we went to uh uh, Otter, uh, John Otter, and, and they, you know, he went out of his way um, to do, you know, a really good deal for for that rice suit and everything. Yeah, you know. they're but family firm, aren't and they? It's, and again, you know, they're all approachable. And again, yeah. especially for the younger people as well, for the younger divers, you know, because, you know, they're the ones that are going to be buying the products going forward, you know. Yeah. That's right. You know, yeah, they're so, the future of diving, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a, excellent and you know it's the passion and inspiration that comes from you both is just yeah amazing yeah yeah so I, I still you know whatever I live it through her now to, to a degree <laughs> you know but I, I still love it I still love the, the whole ethos around it and everything yeah. you know well you guys are a team and you you know that <laughs> shows and we're seeing that you know every time our paths cross whether it's a Joe yeah. Dyer or yeah. NDAC and what have you you know um and uh i hope i'll be i kind of take inspiration from you guys with yeah. hopefully uh, how i'll be with honey and you know and be a, a supporter for her you know as she mm. you know hopefully goes into gets into diving hopefully so uh um yeah. you know, see where we are and uh you know in time um but we've got some set questions you know and it'd be good to uh get your get your mm. uh answers on on the usual set questions that we like to ask people mm-hmm. um so we'll share these out across here okay so how about grace mm-hmm. three people who you'd like to take in the water who would you pick take in the water hmm. well okay so i mean i'm first person that came to my mind that i've just spoke about was rada i feel like that yeah, that would is be great not, if I could actually... Has she not snorkeled at all? Um, do you know what? I don't know if she has. I feel like she must have snorkeled at some stage. But, yeah, she hasn't dived. She hasn't, like, she I haven't been in the water with her. Yeah, she needs to So, yeah, to she definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Rada, ooh, who else? It's a tough question. Maybe... It's, it's funny, I, actually, I... 
I've heard the question. I've heard the question before, actually. And <laughs> I'll be honest. So just to add add on to it, it's yeah. it your question. Mm. But from my point of view, because I I was thinking, I think um, I thought, who would I take? But the one person I would take would be my dad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we lost my dad in uh, December, right? Um, last year, and uh, he had uh, dementia for probably well, it was over ten, over ten years, fifteen years or so, something like that. Mm. And so he sort of saw Grace starting out diving. And saw a few things, but I know because he was the one, as I said to you earlier on, he was mm. the one that used to, he was always underwater, and I was always like sort of emulating what he was doing as far as that was concerned. And I, and I know he would have loved it, it's mm. the sort of thing he really would have loved. So yeah. that would be my one, definitely. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's good. Yeah, you can see Grace kind of living that out for him yeah. as well. That's a yeah, that's such a nice, yeah, yeah legacy, really. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I can't really think of many people that haven't already been in the water because I sort of surround myself <laughs> with mainly people that are all divers already. Um, but I definitely have a couple of friends that I can think of that I would like to like to get in the water. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like famous people that could be in the water. Hmm. Difficult side. Yeah. And have you got any others? Yeah, is anybody? Well, on yeah, that? that's what I think. I, I, I sort of the way as I said, I mean, Dad was the the sort of top of the list, and then the, the other the others. I was just thinking, you know, because I think I think the, the 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 normal thing is to come back to the people like Jack Cousteau and people like that. You'd like to go to a dive with these people who are so famous. Yeah. But I think I'd probably actually come back and just say, I'd like to take anybody that would actually that would just like to try it. Yeah, you mm. know, that's got a, an interest in it and has never done it, and I'd say, no, come and take the plunge. Let's go and I'll take you for a dive. That would be great because you're just introducing people to yeah. what is just a fantastic thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah, and it's giving them the opportunity, isn't it? Just yeah, give it a go. Yeah. 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 So in terms of, it doesn't have to be diving, but is there anything that takes you out of your comfort zone? You both can answer that one. <laughs> yeah. I definitely find public speaking very scary, <laughs> like at the dive shows and stuff. I am an absolute nightmare to be around before. Yeah, I am so grumpy. It's unbelievable. Like the morning before I do anything at dive shows or whatever, um, I just, I can't eat. I just get all like, don't talk to me. Um, but I really enjoy it. So I think it's definitely a good thing to kind of push myself to do. And that's why I always say yes to these things and kind of, yeah, make sure that I keep doing it so that um, hopefully one day I'll get better at it. Um, I, yeah. I'd sort of emulate that as well because I, public speaking is never something I've been, you know, sort of something that I would do. Um, yeah. Um, be the first one to put myself forward, but um, but I'm good at supporting her with it. You know, yeah. You too. You know, just remember this. Remember that. Uh, yeah. uh, knowing that it's not going to be me that's having to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's no, cool. good answers. Good answers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another team team effort on this one then. Okay. Uh, so we like to give our listener a nugget, a life hack, whatever you like. Um, doesn't have to be about diving. Be great if it is. Um, have either of you got a nugget that our listener could take away 
from listening, a little learn, a point of learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd actually probably go, my, I think it's go back to um, what we were probably just previously speaking about. It? it doesn't cost anything to ask. No. You know, it costs nothing to ask. So if you've got any questions about anything at all, it doesn't have to be diving, but we've probably, you know, covered this, you know, just ask people. Yeah. Don't know who it is. You it know, doesn't even have to be in person. No, you can just do it no. like through Instagram or. It is like actually images. that's the thing now. It, it's that easy, isn't it? You know, we yes. never. You know, I'll go back to when I was younger. Didn't have all this communication ability that we've got now, and it is so easy just to ask. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I think it's. You know, if you're interested, but from her point of view, we've always pushed her down the line of saying, "You do what you want to do." Mm. You know. And I think that's something else that I would say to anybody. You, you've got to follow your dreams to a degree, you know, and we're lucky enough to be able to sort of, again, support her in that. Yeah. So, Good. Yeah. Just just ask, I think. That's that's my biggest thing is if, you, if you've got a problem or whatever, go and ask someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you say, it's so, so easy. With social media these days, yeah, it didn't exist you know, but now it's just like a, a couple of clicks and, you know, yeah, you've put it out there. You're, there. you're, you're not necessarily going to get, yeah. you know, some people won't answer, but at least, you yeah. know, that yeah. is a, a line of communication. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, great answers. So the final question is, if you could put a billboard out to the whole entire world, can be an image, a video, picture, statement. What would you put on your billboard and why? Ooh, okay. I would probably put, I would want something that would just make everyone smile, I think. Because I. what we've been learning at uni has been um, with the marine side of things is that you should be an ocean optimist, not a pessimist. Because, like, it's so easy to say that the world is ending and, like, everything's going downhill. And, um, but then that makes no one, like, happy. That doesn't make a difference because then everyone isn't going to want to do anything. Um, So, yeah, I'll probably put big picture. (laughs) (laughs) I'd put a big picture of. It would have to be something really cute and funny. Like, I saw a good vid. Oh, my friend's profile picture. That is it. My friend's profile, profile picture on WhatsApp is a big smiling puffer fish. Do you know what? I was thinking of puffer fish. Puffer fish. Yeah, yeah, it's literally like the face of a puffer yeah. fish. I'd have it huge on a billboard and it would probably say something like, I don't know, this is my at the top. Uh, smile like this puffer fish. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's cool. It's a long thought process, but I yeah. got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be that you know you you're exactly right. You do have to smile, and you've always got to see the bright side. Yeah. Mhm. Hundred percent. Yeah. How about you, Ant? Um, otherwise, uh, that's a really difficult one. I'm put my, my yeah, go on. put my face on it. Yeah, as funny enough, as she was sitting there, I was like, it probably has to be. Okay. Face. In fact, I just made a comment on a post that she did. Um, <laughs> one of her um, 
colleagues, uh, students, a friend, <laughs> yeah, took a lovely photograph of her at Paul Kerris on Friday because um, they were diving there for two days. Yeah, and uh, it, and it really is a really natural photograph. And I just mentioned the fact that she's always smiling. Yeah, you know? yeah, and uh, and I would sort of go down that line if it was going to be a billboard. I just have to have her smiling because it even catches. No, that's really really good answer. And yeah, I don't think we've had that one before, have we? No, Smile no, I don't think we have. No, yeah. but that is yeah, really positive and happy and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The way the podcast has come across. Yeah, with you both. Yeah. It's been really, really good. <laughs> yeah. So if people want to find out more about you, where is the best place for them to go? Definitely Instagram. I know we've mentioned it many times before. <laughs> at Scuba Grace. That is it. I don't really use much else at the moment. She's got a photography one that's, that's linked on that one, which, yeah. uh, which shows uh, photography from... Stuff you've been doing at you from the course as well, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She she wrote you wrote me a little while ago. You said I've just spent how long was it? It was hours and hours, like four hours. Probably like a massive having a massive clear out, getting everything off of it, and starting again, pretty much. So basically, had about one thousand four hundred photos or something on there because I've had this photography account since I was like thirteen. Wow! And obviously, the ones at the very bottom was shocking like they were so bad <laughs> um so i literally just thought right no i want this to be my best work but every so. good photographer's got those sort of photos because you've got to start, got somewhere. To start somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean it was quite it. nice to see my progression so i haven't deleted yeah. them they are in the archive archive yeah. but um yeah no now it's um i'm gradually building that up again so i will yeah Try and start building that. Oh, a bit she's, more. she's very critical of her stuff as well. Oh, we're okay. we're more sort of parents, you know, both myself and my wife, like both look at it and go, <laughs> "Wow, you know, that's just like wow, you know." And and you know, nothing's ever. I'm a perfectionist. But she, she'll just like look at it and go, well, "I'm not sure about that," you know. Mm. Yeah. You know, I need to do this with it, and that that one won't ever see the light of day. And you know, so, mm. but but most of the stuff she does is like sort of knocks our socks off, basically. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's amazing yeah. here, and yeah. you know, we're amazed, you know, and really proud of how your journey has shaped up. You know, from knowing you from twenty twenty and where you are now, it's just been yeah. awesome to watch. And you know, your dad's support is just yeah, amazing. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm really grateful for your guys' support. I love seeing you at the dive shows, and like, I can't. We were talking before this. I can't believe it was already three years ago. Yeah. He's one of our like, first guests. Yeah, like it was me, was it May and Inca? Um yeah. I mean, and it's incredible seeing what they're doing now as well. I know May is like working with um, Silverback Productions, and Inca is um, doing some crazy like brand deals and stuff with Fat Face and working, yeah, yeah. doing all that cool stuff. So yeah, they're it was great that I got that time um, on your podcast as well to sort of talk to them. And yeah, it was great. Thank you very much. No, you're very welcome. No, and yeah, very welcome. no, you yeah, thanks, for, thanks for dragging the old man on as well. <laughs> you are, you, you're part of the team. So uh, you're, you're yeah, and it's quite fitting because it's kind of coming up to Father's Day as well. So it's another way to, you know, sort of promote. I forgot about that. Is it? When his yeah. father's like, look, I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> just went, is it? <laughs> It's for that in the calendar. Yeah. Oh, well, I have to look that one up. Yeah, don't right. forget that. What you get in with it. Yeah. Oh, I have thought of another name actually to um, 
I don't know whether you follow, you may follow her already. Uh, Becky Kagan Scott, one of our previous, um, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. amazing, yeah. yeah. Her photos, yeah, are, yeah really scans cool. that she's um, she's posting today about a scan of a B24 Liberator, amazing yes. quality, yeah. yeah. I know they're unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. on, on top that, of you know, I could. Uh, that's another area, like the exploration area, especially sort of um, archaeology and stuff like that. It's an area that interests me greatly. And I've yeah, rattled on about it for quite a long time. But yeah, so yeah that's good stuff that she's doing. So uh... yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. And we you... actually, um, Phil Short was another one that that um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we met. Uh, actually, it was the Explorers Club of Great Britain, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, we went to one of their sort of they have sort of quarter sort of little meetings for their presentations basically. Somebody comes along and done something. Phil Short was there, uh, and John Kendall. Yeah. Um, and they just do a, a talk and Phil Short was doing this thing about they they um he was working for I think it's indirectly the American government mm -hmm. to repatriate their lost airmen. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that because they repatriate all of their, you know, uh, all of their um, uh, armed forces people that have lost their lives in conflicts yeah. or whatever, wherever in the world, they will, you know, put the money into repatriating them if they can. And he did a fantastic talk mm. um, about one that a uh, couple of planes that they investigated, wasn't it? It was absolutely unbelievable, well yeah. worth seeing, you know. Yeah, but, yeah um, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Yeah, mm. and it just shows again that diving—it's not just jumping in the water. There are so mm. many aspects and channels. There's so to many go down. To it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many aspects. To it. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. No, really interesting and exciting yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, and it's been great to catch up. And I'm that sure has. we'll catch up again, you thank know, you. in the future yeah. as well. You know, for your. <laughs> Oh no doubt we will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be good. There's yeah. always there's always another dive show, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it should be next February, I guess, won't it? Yeah. February. Yeah, February March. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and we will hopefully see you at that next dive show. Yeah. 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 Or if not, if not before. before. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. We'll good luck to your um one day we'll jump. Good luck to your daughter as well. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'd love to have a dive. Yeah, yeah. You have to, great. you'll have to get yourself. I know where you are, but you, you need to get yourself down to Cornwall and uh, <laughs> Swanish Pier. We ought to do Swanish Pier. Pier, Swanish yeah, Pier. Swanish yeah. Pier is a great one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Let's yeah, <laughs> try and do that this year. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thanks very much. All right. See you well, soon. It's great seeing you. Yeah, thank you. Really nice seeing you. Bye. See you. Well, um, that was awesome. Good to catch up with him again. It was. Yeah, um, really lovely to have them both on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, great to get her, Grace's dad, and involved as well and just see what. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Called. He's an important part of the important part of the team, isn't he? Dive yeah, team. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, although, you know, he's obviously he's got his re reasons, health reasons why he can't at the moment. Um, mm. But, you know, still playing a part and hopefully get back in the water. You know, even if you just a few couple of meters well Look, we've had some great dives just being a couple of meters down haven't we? we had uh puffins in the water we had seals around us exactly yeah you know, yeah and even so. if you know he doesn't get to you know do the breathing underwater at least he can you know free dive or snorkel and doing it with grace you know you're doing it together aren't you so yeah. 
um, yeah. a, a say and didn't, yeah. you don't need saying more but that's that you're doing it with your daughter and great yeah yeah and it you know reflects on you and honey just coming up to doing her open water as well yeah so yeah, yeah yeah it's not as uh, been a lovely timed uh episode actually so yeah. uh, really cool yeah yeah so i can't wait to see the rest of you know ocean day and father's day just ahead i know june's <laughs> an exciting month so and then see what the future holds for when grace goes back to you know university and what her next year holds yeah really exciting yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah anybody listening look grace up on instagram and uh follow her journey and uh yeah i'm sure you'll be inspired yeah definitely and um you know she mentioned some great names some of them are past guests you know yeah. um so it's no surprise you know that grace follow those people um so yeah no that, that was really cool um and fourth element being you know amongst yeah, the, the name <laughs> um as a, as a brand you know when we first met um grace and you, you know that's a brand that we've kind of grown uh Very close great. to isn't yeah. it you know yeah. yeah and I think the a really good thing that's come out of that the podcast and that conversation is showing that diving is so accessible it, it is not um it's open to everybody yeah definitely and I think diving um especially for kids and this is one of the things i've said to honey is that once she's qualified you know it does add another channel for a job doesn't it mm-hmm. don't yeah. have to you know but it does open another channel of where of different things you could go and do yeah it's another life skill in some respects that you've chosen to take on and learn yeah it is yeah it's a, and you know there's not many other things you know anything any other sport it's people that you know specialize in football yeah opens up football to them but I think diving it isn't just diving and getting underwater there's photography there's a science there's the conservation there's so many different areas yeah that you can walk into and um funny enough actually I was um we should probably say congratulations as well. Um, I noticed today that um, talking about exploring photography and doing things for the diving community, but Dean Martin um, has been accepted as part of the Explorers Club. Mm. So that's really cool. So yeah. well done to Dean. Well, and, and they another, mentioned it as well. Yeah. And another uh, previous guest. Yes. I think about 100, about 100, wasn't it? About a year, somewhere like that, yes. a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, so so, and it just shows how closely knit the diving world oh, is. Oh, big right? time, so, big time, yeah. yeah. So, and again, everybody's got, you know, it is being that support to your fellow divers and your up-and-coming divers as well yeah. because it just makes the sport stronger and gives it a better foundation. It does. Young people coming into it as well. Yeah. No, that's been awesome. So, um, you know, if you are uh listen to this and you think well when did they come on they were our first guests weren't they yeah. uh grace was and uh inca and may. and may and um so yeah go back three years episode four I yeah it's four or five yep yep how did we get them on anyway i think it was through the go diving show wasn't it we saw grace she was talking as like an ambassador at girls at scuba 
Yes. They, they were all on the stage together. Actually. Yeah, they Mary were. Yeah. yeah, all those years ago. And yeah. yeah. And you think oh, how God, the sound quality as well. I remember if I recordings back then. Well, it was all in lockdown, wasn't it? Well, so we, we didn't we were know all anything, in did our we? own homes and yeah. I think was... we recorded it on our mobile phones. Yeah, it's probably yeah, possibly, you know, Inca and Grace. Zoom was only just kind of being the thing to use then. It was. Yeah, I've not, not used Zoom before, but, yeah. you know, so that was all new. So it's a good plug. So if you're listening to this and want to go and listen to Grace's first uh, interview with us, then, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll pop the link in the show notes. We should, yeah. You can go back and listen. And, yeah, and Inka and May, they were great girls, and they've gone on to do great things as well. So yeah. look them up on Instagram as well. So we'll give them a shout out as well. Yeah, definitely. I think we should. Uh, right. I think, uh, wow, hour and a half we've been chatting. So we better probably leave it here. It's going to be a long old podcast, but there we go. These are, these are sometimes, aren't they? Definitely worth it, though. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, ties in well with World Ocean Day, Father's Day. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're all good. And yeah. honey's honey's doing her open water this weekend. So yeah, all, so how fitting. <laughs> yeah. It is another diver joining the ranks. Yeah, yeah maybe diver. when honey's done her open water, she can listen to this podcast and then yeah, yeah, be, be inspired by Grace. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you listen to this. Um, that'd be really good. It helps your fellow diver finds us wherever they are in the world we're going out to what 130 countries yeah 134 i think it is so tell your friends say listen to this podcast even if you tell one person it makes yeah that'd be really cool uh we try and mix it up last time last episode we were at stony cove yes it was just us wasn't it so just talking about our diving experience so yeah diving a full catalogue of 150 odd episodes to go back and listen to. So as you're driving to your dive site or your dive location, give us a listen. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do that. That'd be really cool. And if you've got any questions for us, pop them in on a DM or an email and uh, we'll answer them. Yeah. And if you want to know any more, go to our website, which is thebigscuba.com. Great. So that was the Big Scuba podcast. And thank you very much for listening and downloading. See you next time. See you soon. Now that does wrap up today's episode of the Big Scuba podcast. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us, or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.